Is that dirty kind of thing? Or? It doesn't have to be dirty, uh, but it can be dirty if you want. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm Fonda, and Paul is closing the door right now. We are here with... Hello, I am Jesse Gervais, and I'm an actor. I'm Christy Hansen, and I'm the co-artistic producer of Azimuth Theater. Also, we all just saw a show, uh, a dance show, um, that, that was, a, was, a, was a double bill between Brian Webb and uh, Joshua Wolchanski. Um, and maybe let's, let's talk a little bit about what we just saw, maybe starting with Brian's piece, Score on Memory. I loved Score on Memory, and normally I don't like Brian's work. I don't like watching him dance, but his, uh, his Score on Memory was beautiful. And it was honest and very real and informal and didn't feel like a normal dance piece that you would go and see in a theater where the curtains are, you know, the curtains were up and the, the house lights, lights were the up, house the lights were up yeah. and the fluorescents were on and it felt like we were in a rehearsal hall. Yeah. And yeah. he came out and we were all still talking and he waited us waited for us to talk and he told some beautiful stories and did some lovely dancing and I was really moved by his simplicity. It was a total sneak attack. And I love that. I, I do. I, th I thought it was so beautiful and he was so vulnerable and it was like his voice and his body and it just felt like, I don't know, like I'm really interested in authentic movement and like what comes from people now. Like he said to he's 65 and how he moved was so beautifully and that's where he is now and his body is beautiful and uh, his stories were beautiful and it was just like, wow, to be vulnerable in yourself is, that's kind of what art I guess is supposed to be too. So, And then like, cut that with Joshua who's young and beautiful and such an amazing dancer was a really interesting pairing of the programming. I think that with Brian's piece there was such a sort of doorway in when he started explaining what authentic movement was yeah, that's because right. yeah, that's right. you know you watch Brian's pieces a lot and and they have authentic movement within it but you don't always really understand or get what that is or why it's there um, and with this piece it was just after he kind of like laid it all up for you then he just performed and it was natural and I, I got I got like a little more like chilled and like you know like spine hairs up my spine than I do um, than I ever really have with it's, Brian's pieces yeah, before. It was such a really interesting insight to, to someone who spent his life in dance um, his whole life and sort of at, at the end of it looking back on even not even particularly dance memories but just sort of these memories that have lasted through his life and and interpreting them through through movement and also just by telling them um, uh, with sort of these these ways and he handed out CDs at the, the start to sort of look at of, of Anthony and the Johnsons of the the music he would dance to throughout the piece but oh, when he was like all Anthony and the Johnsons I was like soul this yeah. is gonna this is Amazing, but it was, it re, in reality, he just wanted to put you in that place of this is where I come from. This right. because there was only one Anthony and the Johnsons track really of the whole oh, yeah. hour. Um, but at the yeah, it was 
so you you got the buto, you got the idea, you got you got really into that that kind of like where he was from, and the story about Jimmy and how <laughs> it came to the end, like my tears streaming down my it face. It was wonderful. It was it was so perfectly tied up, and he takes care of the audience every step of the way. As soon as you start feeling like awkward, I don't know what I should be, he comes in right away and tells you, he's like, well, I'm gonna talk a little bit more right, and then yeah. I'm gonna do a little bit more dancing. <laughs> and, and he keeps it, and so I feel deliberately loose and deliberately open mm -hmm. that you, you don't really know what he could do. He, is he gonna dance for another half an hour? You, you, maybe he will tonight, yeah. you, you never know. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's what it makes me, it felt like, well, every performance could be special, you know, mm -hmm. and you might get something new if you came back to see it again. Right, like it, it really had a sense of, of improvisation to it, but then, yeah, there were these really wonderful sort of through lines of like a, this really well-told story that sort of like ran through it. There was just that sort of sucker punched you in that way where it was like you f it felt a lot looser and then this, this thread kept coming back and sort of uh, really hit a lot of emotional buttons and then we saw dance, which was... Uh, yeah, beautiful and, and connected. And I love how he explained improvisation in dance be, with Baroque, um, like with Baroque music. Barack Obama? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, that, yeah, that as well. Incredible. <laughs> but Sorry. but how there are there are, there's a certain score and there are certain movements, but you know within that that musicians will take that, and good musicians will always. Or, or, or certain musicians will always make it their own, yeah. and and so and I think that was, um, you know, <laughs> years of writing about dance have never been able to explain like how dance improvisation works very well because I just like that was perfect. That was like absolutely wonderful for me. What did you guys think of Joshua's piece? It, well, on the on the other scale, right? Like Joshua's a, a young choreographer and performer, and his technique is insane. Like he is just a beautiful dancer, and it's just neat to see him like starting to figure out his voice. So I was kind of like, I'm like, oh, so what's this video about? Like the army, and I have to admit, like I have like that's one of my like points. Like I have I have issue with like military stuff too. So I'm like, okay, push that aside and. I'm like, well, but his technique is insane. I wanted to know what what the show would have, his program would have been like if he would have just, just danced yeah, just and mm. not shown any of the video or even spoke. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was really interested in just his movement and and I thought that was the strongest part of his, the piece was watching him actually dance because he is an amazing dancer. This young guy can just move. Brian was really, he, when we uh, we told him he was in a program with Josh, like, oh great, put me in a program with the best dancer in Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, but it was, I thought it was a really interesting juxtaposition. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, we have someone who's sort of had this lifetime in dance. We have someone who's just really started to find their professional career in dance and, and how they, they pair together. And, and yeah, seeing those two uh, very different takes on, on a show was, was uh, a really interesting pairing and a really uh, wonderful one I think well like I mean Joshua is very like virtuosic and yes. like physical physically impressive whereas Brian Brian was it's physically more understated but he's trying to tell uh, stories with the body in a different kind of way and I thought that what was interesting was that the storytelling you know 
Joshua is doing a kind of a different type of storytelling, and he like he I think he let the video do that a little bit more for himself, but may, and maybe that's something that will change throughout his career. But um, when when it comes when it came to Brian, I felt like the work that I have seen him do over the years, the storytelling to me was so different this time and so refreshing I and I felt um, I felt really I felt really like grateful and honored to actually be there for what he told us today and also though like it was like some of the spryest dancing I've seen Brian Webb do like yeah, a lot of his pieces good. are very like slow and methodical now like he really gave it. Yeah, I, I agree. He wasn't naked, and he wasn't only he wasn't just... Naked. He wasn't only rolling on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was great. I loved it. Yeah, and but... And <clears throat> I didn't care for uh, the Josh's content, but again, I wanted to see his, his dancing. And you could see how Josh was influenced by Brian. And, and you could see the levels of interpretation, and it made you appreciate Brian's artistry so much more and what a senior artist can bring to to the table it's we need to we need to have these artists still mm. practicing to learn so much more Absolutely. Right? Joshua had this great gesture for joy um, mm. that kind of like came up it was just around his neck and chin that was wonderful and I think that yeah, that's that's sort of a similar like something that Probably he learned from a storyteller like Brian. Well, um, what do you guys have coming up at Expanse? You have Confessions of a Sex Worker, I know. Yes. That is happening the yeah, next, like, until February 6th. Yeah, yeah. So we have five shows left within the program. And so we've opened that up. So now we've opened uh, this show. We also have the Coast to Coast program coming up, which is featuring artists from across the country, uh, as well as the New Work Award winner from last year, Anastasia Maywood's new piece. And then we're opening Laura Kruski's piece next weekend, The Yellow Wallpaper, featuring, again, lots of great local peeps and then peeps from across the country. So, yeah, it's very exciting. So many peeps. So peeps many from peeps. everywhere. Peeps yeah. from all y'all. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for yeah, joining for us. Thanks for your chat. Thank you. And please catch more of the rest of Expanse. And, um, I mean, the Chinook series. But, but Expanse, But mostly, mostly. Expanse. Um, so, uh, this is I Don't Get It. We're at the Chinook series. Chinook series, there's no the. Uh, and we are, uh, we've brought a guest in. Do you want to introduce yourself? Of course. My name is Tony Olivares, and um, hello. Hello. Hello, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Olivares is the director of Tony Olivares Dance, a new dance company in Edmonton as well. And um, you, we all watched some dance tonight. We just wanted to pick your brain about it a little bit. What did you think of um, the show that we just saw? Well, tonight um, there was a couple of um, guys that just um, the part of my life, you know. Uh, there is Brian Webb. There was my... Um, uh, instructor when I was at um, Grandma Kewen. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? He taught um, you when yeah, you were in Grandma He taught me when Kewen? I was at Grandma Kewen, 19, 1990s. I think something And he taught me how to roll, how to do all stuff, and things like that. So, and on top of that, uh, you know, he taught me how to just do be my own self, and and I appreciate that about Brian and. Um, uh, so uh, I love the piece that he created tonight because it was very uh, I felt that he was a little bit more uh, no 
uh, confined into a, uh, a traditional uh, moving, moving piece in terms of just periods and all that else, whatever he taught us. He was mostly into a more personal uh, journey and uh, I love his personal journey and all that he brought to us on stage. You know, as an older man, and I just feel myself that probably someday I will gonna be in that situation, you know, to just um, appreciate how people in our age when we become older um, dancers to, to be able to just uh, continue creating. So I really appreciate his, 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 his performance tonight. It was beautiful. It was very honest and sincere. And I, I, I really love that. that were there great. were there any parts of the performance tonight that particularly spoke to you? There was a couple of times when I saw him moving. To me, to see him moving is just to bring me back to um, when I was when I was um, in his classes, and he and he taught us how to do all that stuff. So that was to me, it's like oh. Right, he still do it. There was a single uh, moment where he kind of like popped up from a sequence and said, "Anyone who's been in my class knows that." Yeah. And so and what was I that? Laughed. So what was that? So to me, it was like, uh, "Yeah, I got that." So explain, <laughs> explain that sequence. Do you know what that was? Well, yeah, it was a sequence that he always taught us to just do. Just roll down, go up, and uh, it was. Is he was mostly like, um, he was always screaming like. Down, go, up, go, wrong, uh, uh. and I was like, oh, fuck. That's Brian. <laughs> at the time, yeah. That was Brian. That was Brian. Always just like really using his voice to just really inspire us to just go down, roll, up, roll, fuck, get up. So, and I, uh, you know, I know what he meant when he said that. It's like, oh uh, yeah. So That's as a student that. in his audience, yeah, you were just like, like, I got that, I get that. Katrina's <laughs> my was Katrina also was with me beside. Katrina's mine and I was just new and it's like, oh, we know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to me, um, even though uh, a lot of, uh, there were moments of the, this dance that he, he did and these, these great moments to the soundtrack, but even when he was just sort of moving around the space when he wasn't telling stories, he, just a lifetime of dance sort of gives him that presence on a stage, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. even without any lights down, just with the house lights up, mm -hmm. he just sort of, has a way of standing that sort of draws your attention. Yeah. yeah, it's very elegant. You know, it's a, it's a stage presence, mm -hmm. I suppose. You know, you know, like we all uh, try to 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 achieve. You know, to just have some kind of stage person. And that's one of the things that Brian always taught us. You know, Brian was always like, you know, you can be whatever you want to be, but at the same time, you know, make sure that your stage presence is there. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, whatever you do, if you just only like hold your hands and just do this or picking your nose or whatever, you know, it just, it is, it's, you need to show that presence. And he did it so beautifully tonight that it just like, to me, it just, uh, it's just, thank you, Brian, mm -hmm. you know, it's fantastic to see you continue 
achieving what are you it's that wonderful presence and all oh, he needs to do is hand us a cd i just, <laughs> just <like that>. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> here's the cd beautiful yes. Buto look at this artist picture oh, you know yeah. what you know yeah. <laughs> whatever well i want to i really i do want to ask you what you thought of joshua's performance because i know you know joshua chansky very well yeah well joshua is working with me and uh with the most requiem coming up at the at the windspear and uh is is a beautiful mover it's gorgeous i mean he's i wish i can have his his abilities right now to just move the way that he moved but um you know he's he's amazing um i thought it was great i i you know he showed me his 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 piece before this and i say well you know um this is great it's fantastic um and I just love, I just only, the only thing I, I say it, you know, Joshua, get out of the box. Show me your emotions. I want to see who you are. What is this piece is doing to you? And uh, I wanted to see that more. I wanted to see that. And I, and I, and I told him right now outside, I said, you know, show me more of that. I want to see more of that. I want to see that you really connected to too. What do you want to say? You know, because mm -hmm. you know it's very, uh, very tricky uh, theme to talk about, like death and and military mm -hmm. and people yeah. are, and 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 you know, um, you know, um, seeing uh, all these humans that just just pass by to just help us to just be in a free environment that we have at the moment. So. Uh, I just want him to more connect him into that. I love, oh, his technique is amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, he's just a beautiful totally mover. beautiful yeah. mover. Uh, I just I just want the emotions to come out a little more. Oh, I want that. I felt like, I feel, you know, the like bagpipes, you know, the like extremely emotional music yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't any movement happening to it. The movement all happened afterward, I thought. Why don't you move to the bagpipes? Like, like that's the you know that was the clincher, right? Well, to me, just like a, you know, uh, he was showing me this on rehearsal, and I was like, you know what? I'd really would like you to just really move, just mm -hmm. go with the flow. Uh, but that's his choice. As an artist, it's his choice, and we need to. I need to respect that, and uh, that's his choice. So. So, well, you briefly mentioned that you are working on something yes. um, to, to come up um, on yeah. Requiem. So, yeah. why don't you, can you tell us a little bit about that for the podcast? Well, um, it's been a little journey. It's a long journey, actually. It's been a year now. And uh, it's going to be the most Requiem with 150 choir singers behind us and 45 um, orchestra members playing their uh, Mozart Requiem and and this is Tony Olivares dance it's nine or eleven male dancers? Nine, 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 male dancers nine male dancers yeah. including myself and uh, um, it's going to be fantastic it's just uh, we actually I incorporated parkour uh, guys and in, in the piece so it's gonna be a lot of the jumping around jumping around, around uh, tumbling uh, yeah. dun, dun, dun. 
Parkour in the Windspear Center, yeah. man. I am I am very curious to see how that works. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of that, and um, uh, you know the, the the only way that I can I can say is just uh, a very masculine, uh, most requiem interpretation. And yeah. you're doing that with the um, Edmonton Chamber Choir. Edmonton, no, the Edmonton, Edmonton Metropolitan. Edmonton Metropolitan. Edmonton Metropolitan Chorus and Edmonton Metropolitan uh, Orchestra. And the dates are uh, uh, February twenty second, but there's also uh, dress rehearsals on the sixteenth, February sixteenth, and February eighteenth. The the media and people that would like to just come and see, if they don't have time to just come twenty mm-hmm. second. We'll be there. Well, we want people to go buy tickets. But we'll go buy tickets. Yeah. So buy tickets. But if you cannot make the twenty second, you can buy a ticket, and just come to a dress rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. give it away right. to someone. Yeah. Great. Go see yeah. go see parkour and Tony Olivares dance in the Windspear Center because it could be like incredible. It's gonna be fantastic. Okay. Well, <laughs> and the first requiem yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 And thank mm. you so much for joining us, Tony. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you I for appreciate giving it. Yeah. Some feedback. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cheers. Cool. Right. Cheers. So, Fonda, we just saw some shows. We just didn't, mm-hmm. there were some guests. We mm-hmm. talked to some people. Mm-hmm. But but what were your thoughts on Score on Memory and, and uh, Propetria ad exit? Uh, Score on Memory um, by Brian Webb was kind of a little bit of a revelation by Brian Webb. I have not seen him do anything like that before. And I think um, similarly to how, like, what we heard a lot of other people say was something that uh, was a bit of a revelation. Yeah, I think um, for a guy who in the last two years, since I've certainly been watching dance, um, has really uh, been exploring minimalism and sort of uh, an improvisation, it was really beautiful to actually have him draw on a lot of stories and use storytelling to um, to inform. And he did move, and again, he moved very um, uh, vividly and, and with a lot more uh, gusto. Uh, than uh, than in some of the pieces I've seen where he's been a bit more restrained, um, but it was it was couched in this this these stories and this memory that really made it um, more poignant than I've ever seen. There was in his works. there was a very deliberate narrative that he was using because he was actually speaking and saying that narrative, and I um, I just don't know that I ever expected that from him. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, and really respected it. Really respected it because it was very personal and very honest and authentic I felt and I loved it and very very like you know how like like house lights up everyone was lit the entire time and uh, very very real I I, I really liked uh, Score on Memory with Brian right. Webb yep Great, and, and that was pro- one of two. Propatria ad excitium. You pronounced it way better than I did. Uh, I don't know if I'm even doing that right, mm-hmm. but Joshua Wolchansky, young choreographer in Edmonton, what did you think, Paul? Great, um, I think a uh, beautiful mover. Um, I think maybe some of the the narrative things, This uh, a lot of the storytelling involved um, uh, this video screen and um, images of sort of uh, soldiers and and uh, and sort of uh, tragedy around that world and sort of like a soldier funerals and but also sort of like uh, what does that mean? What does it mean to celebrate the dead? What does it mean to celebrate the military? Um, mm. um, and I'm not sure uh, what outside of those videos really came through but uh, what really was strong was his movement, was, was his dancing. That was what really stood out to me. 
Um, incredible physique, incredible physicality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe like uh, maybe an outside eye would would sort of help um, hone the narrative things he seems clearly drawn to, which um, yeah have a lot of potential. I think. Um, and just sort of uh, shaping them now and, and merging them sort of more with the movement and the dance. I I'd think what I, what I draw from it is that I would like, I would be interested in what a writer has to say or a writer and or storyteller has to say for Joshua Wachanski. And I would be interested in what a, like, kind of like a choreographer would do for Brian Webb because like, Brian is an interesting dancer and choreographer to himself, but like, what would happen if someone else said, okay, I understand what story you're trying to tell. Why don't you try and do a different movement? Like, like pull in Peggy like, Baker. Like him not doing his Brian own Webb. movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, you know, a, a little, a little bit of, um, Thinking outside the box uh, on both sides, but in all in all forms, to be honest, the program was pretty impressive. I was I was I was very I was very surprised by Brian's uh, Miss Brian Webb's score on Memory. Like that was something mm-hmm. that I didn't expect and um, very pleased with. Great, yeah, a wonderful pairing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's tons more to see in there's Chinook series, so not the Chinook. so much more to see at the Chinook series. It runs until February 6th at the Arts Barns, um, and you will hear lots more about it um, through this venue and others. So go check it out. Go see some dance, everybody. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs> I Don't Get It is a podcast produced by Poglino, Fonda Mithrush, and Andrew Paul. It was recorded in a blanket fort in the Tall House on Alberta Avenue in Edmonton, Alberta. Our website is idontgetitdance.com. You can follow us on Twitter at I Don't Get It Dance, and you can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Our theme song is Mountain Time by Ghibli. Follow his music and check him out at ghibli.bandcamp.com. Sit here thinking.